1: Hey everybody! This is Teresa, and welcome to the Power Women in Insurance podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about a topic that is near and dear to tons of people in sales and in the insurance industry, and that is specifically how to get out of a slump. So, we have our guest today, Don James Bartley. Don, how are you today?
0: I'm doing I'm doing great. I I'm trying to work from home, and there's I'm at home, but not a whole lot of work is being done. So.
1: she got the whole, like, you know, brood at home, everybody's at home, and it's right before the, for all the listeners out there, it's right before the 4th of July weekend. Today is a Wednesday afternoon, right before the 4th of July, so, uh, you know, we're all trying to juggle this, uh, you know, COVID stuff, we're pretty far into it, but at the same point, um, you know, it still has its challenges, so you're working from home today,
0: ish, you're working ish from home. (laughs) I'm just really at home today, that's what it is. (laughs) Too funny, too funny.
1: Well, Don, tell us a little bit about your agency, how long you've been in business and kind of a little bit about you.
0: Sure. So um, I have been in business for about 23 years. I joined an agency in 97. My background's not insurance. I didn't have that as a family history. I was, my background's child psych, depth counseling and sign language. I worked at a depth center, left there, started a business doing process serving, uh, sold that and got into property casualty insurance. Uh, I joined an agency, um, kind of outgrew it. So in 2001, kind of laid down what I needed to stay. There was no interest. So I left, started my own, and that was March of 01. So, um, sorry for the noise. Uh, (laughs) All good, all good. uh, And so uh, that's really how I started. It was just me uh, working, you know, 24 and a half hours a day um yeah. for a long time and in the beginning there really wasn't a slump there was so much excitement about being new being fresh doing it my way um you know it was there was growth there was just new stuff and it was pretty good I didn't have kids at the time um and then I had kids and some stuff shifted and that's really where my focus has been really the last two years is trying to shift back because I've shifted and now I don't want to be in that same spot that I've been in so, yeah, uh,
1: no, I think a lot of a lot of women have that challenge. I mean, I know that, that I've had that challenge because, I mean, you know, different people are different. You know, I was a single mom for a while, so I was just so focused on trying to do both for so long that the idea of just doing one has been difficult. And my youngest is 21, went to college um, three years ago. And so just looking around and going, I'm an empty nester. Now what I do, I didn't feel that umph that passion as much because I felt like I was um missing part of me if that makes sense so I mean I think a lot of women do struggle with that and a slump can come at any time as far as like sales goes is it could be something maybe that is um maybe culturally like right now right we have so many different things going on in our culture with um with um, all the, the protests going on, and with all with the presidential election coming up, and with COVID, and who knows what in the world twenty twenty will throw at us beyond that. But when you have really found yourself in those terms, and I and I love the concept of shifting back, and that that concept that you're a niche that you're intensively doing that. What are you doing to try to be able to accomplish that?
0: So I think you know I look back on that shift, and somebody had termed it a lifestyle agency. And I realized that's actually what I was. I only worked to the, I mean, I worked super hard up until I had kids. So my oldest child's 15. So I had an agency for eight years before I had a kid and I worked to support the lifestyle. So if I needed more, I worked harder differently, but I really only worked to support this lifestyle that again, I think more women than men have that challenge of children and an agency to run or grow. And so for, and I have a 10-year span between kids, so my youngest is five. So for 10 years, I really just had this lifestyle agency, and, it, and it, it was okay. It allowed me to do stuff at home. So my youngest is going to kindergarten, and when she started preschool, I started to realize that I now didn't need to have a lifestyle agency, but that was still how I was operating, and it didn't make me hey. happy because there was so much potential, but I couldn't find that drive again, and I didn't know why. Uh, The the first thing I really did was, and again, I'm in an agency where I'm the only owner. So I have a great team, but that doesn't mean that I have the counterparts to talk to to bounce things off of. And so the biggest thing I did, I guess there's two big things is I used to attend a lot of stuff, chamber events, whatever else. It was real easy to get off those because I had kids at home. So I was either working or at home. And I forced myself to commit to some, even though I, it's like exor- starting off exercising. I forced myself to commit to some to get out and try to be social um, and retrain my, my brain to operate in that environment and to think the way I did all those years back. And the second was to try to network with people that were doing it better, stronger, smarter. You know, they say... I've heard, you know, it's, it's same attract same, which is if I needed to be more driven and motivated, I needed to go find people that were driven and motivated. And that didn't necessarily mean it was even an insurance. Initially, it was really other business entrepreneurs, whether they were selling widgets or whatever. I just found very motivated, more often than not women, Business owners that just had this great drive. And normally they were hitting me up for stuff. They wanted me to buy whatever their product was. And I just made a decision that these were women I wanted to connect to. Uh, right. It was like energy. And so I I I used their energy to to re-energize my core. Mm. And try to refine that drive, if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And they do say that you are the the conglomeration, if that's if that's the right word, they they say that you are the, the, the conglomeration of the top five people that you hang around. Yep. So they say that if you're not achieving in certain arenas or certain ways and you need to go on out and you need to find people who are going to who are going to encourage you and empower you to be able to be the the person that you want. And And I think that's totally I mean. We see it we see it with our kids right if our kids are hanging out with people maybe that aren't necessarily good for them, we see them maybe act up in certain ways well it, if we if we transfer that conversation over, we can easily say that you know that that is for us as well as adults I mean how many of us have sat around in a group and everybody's just griping about something and all of a sudden we just walk away feeling yeah. muddy you know I mean we're just not as excited about something or maybe we'll we'll walk away and we'll we'll sit back and we'll think, oh um you know, maybe, maybe I need to rethink that decision because maybe that wasn't the best decision for me. Right. But we were all about it beforehand. We are so, as a, as a culture, we're so driven, if you will, by the energy that other people bring to the table. I can totally see how that would totally shift kind of your mindset, your energy and your feeling about what it is that you're doing.
0: Yep. I use an example with my kids uh, I get my background psych, so there's a lot of psych that goes on in my conversation with kids or at the <laughs> office or anybody. Um, and uh, but I use an example of uh, you know like a bucket, uh, and I, and I say you know I have I, I my my bucket is filled up with rocks. Every morning I get up and I have so many marbles. I think is what I use marbles. And throughout the day, and sometimes it's those energy suckers, uh, or difficult clients, or tough times at home and all your marbles come out, so as, a, as, a, as an adult, you're taking all your marbles out to help everybody else, but ultimately, you have to either put more marbles back in, or you need other people in your circle to help you do that, and I think too often, as a, as a working mother, we end up becoming the be-all, and all and we don't find ways to put marbles back, so even there are times right. where my kids, especially the littlest, um, will do something and she'll say, did I just put marbles in your bucket? <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, that's so, sweet. I like so, that. so they're listening. Um, so then I have to remember to use other, not use other language because they remember things. Um, but she, she listens. And so I, I've explained why sometimes I may be at home struggling. Um, cause my bucket's empty. I have no marbles and that applies at work. And when your bucket is empty, it's really hard to get motivated to go sell. Um, I think about something that I just did yesterday and a lot of it's pushing myself out of my comfort zone. So about a month ago, I, I came across a woman banker in my town. I'm in Wayzata and, and our, our, our paths crossed briefly and that was it. And so I chose the last week I grabbed her email. Um, I enjoyed our, our conversation. There, there seemed to be some great energy in her. And I literally sent her an email, her name's Kathy, and I'm like, Kathy, I know you know we, we crossed paths about a month ago, but I'd really like to learn more about your bank. Um, I really enjoyed the brief conversation we had. I'm in Wysetta wondering if you'd be willing to grab coffee and just chat. And she was all about it, just super excited. So we set it for yesterday. Um, And oddly enough, I ran late in my morning meeting, she was off on the time she thought it was, we crossed, we called each other back and literally said, let's go here for something faster. And we still met and it was super cool. And, and it's not my norm, it's out of my comfort zone, but I need people like her. And I heard about what she's doing in her job and how much she loves her role at her bank and the way she's connecting people in her community. And it really set my tone yesterday and today and just re-energizes my focus and my direction so and I hope I can give something back I don't want to be a taker so my goal would be to give something back to her in some way um, for the fact that she you know really shared this drive and so I'm just it's like a semi when you're behind a semi you catch that wind there's a term for it that I can't remember what it is but you spend less you know it's it's less gas money if you catch that wind is it called drafting I think so really right now because I'm trying to 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 get that pace I'm drafting behind whether it's insurance women insurance gentlemen other business Mm -hmm. owners but those that have kind of pulled ahead I'm just drafting right now to to catch that energy so absolutely
1: absolutely I love that I think and I do agree with you I think that's super super important because that energy and then even just like sometimes I say stuff that's just like your light bulb goes off, yep. you know, and it, like you said, it doesn't even have to be your industry. I mean, it could be anything. And all of a sudden the light bulb goes off and you're like, wow, that's, that's awesome. Yep. So, so what are you doing in that way to, to help, your team as well to be able to kind of level up in, in that way and be able to kind of get out of that slump, either an energy slump or a, a production slump or whatever. Cause you talk about yourself getting on out and doing things outside your comfort zone, even if they're baby steps. And I'm a really, really big fan of baby steps. One of my favorite terms, and it bugs my family to death, but one of one of my favorite terms is how do you eat an elephant one, one bite right at a time? At a time.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. And
1: I I love that because I and I always say, um, um I always say, okay, we're going to, um, it just left me. I always say, you know what? The front door is closed. Let's go find a window, you know? And, you know, and people are always like, mom, that's so stupid. But <laughs> the reality is, is that, you know, just because we're looking for the front door doesn't mean the back door isn't a good way out of the situation as well or, or whatever. There's there's more than one way to skin a cat. Yep. You know, there's tons of different terms out there that we can use. And I think sometimes part of being in a slump is that people only see one way to do something and they don't open their minds to other ways to be able to accomplish those goals. And maybe that one way doesn't set their soul on fire, right? Like maybe the way that you or somebody else build an agency is is not something that would fire my soul, but another way would be something that would fire my soul. I, you know, and I don't know, but you know, and for us to be able to have those conversations and learn and to pick and choose what it is that we want how do you inspire your team and take that energy and push it out to be able to encourage them to be able to come up? Because being an agency owner and being a leader, it's not all about us, it's about the team and it's about everybody functioning as a unit. So, how do you work, reach out to be able to do that?
2: Did you hear that virtual intelligence and on hand VAs actually merge? That's right. I was talking to Michael Cruz and checking out what he has there with his Colombian workers, and I said to him, dude, Provide the external VE for us. We provide the internal VE. I looked at him, I said, buddy, let's do this together. Let's let's do this. And he looked at me and he put out his hand. And like a good, solid Cuban American, he said, Jason, I'm committed, let's do it. And that's what we did. We flew to Columbia, we saw his operation, and you need to see it too. Give us a little click at virtual intel, that's with two L's, that's virtual I-N-T-E-L-L com go check us out see what we're doing high quality VEs mixed with technology delivered right into your agency and you don't have to do all the things that you don't like to do like hiring firing requiring recreating trying to find processes just there's so much stuff I can't even say it right that's right virtual intel cast certified
0: Um, well, that's a challenging question. So I'd actually probably ask, I'd, I'd ask, I'll probably go back and ask my team, do I do this or, you know, how could I do it better? And, and I think that response is probably really at the base of how I do it. Everything I do, I, I feel I'm a very collaborative approach. Everything that happens, I bring back. I talk about different meetings I had. I even shared once I went, I went to go have a meeting with somebody and I shared, and we have a small office. The, the concerns and reservations and assumptions that I had about this person I was meeting with in the industry. And, but I said, I'm going to go because I always have a meeting and I always try to be willing to be open. And, and I I walk into everything with prove, prove me, prove me wrong. I want to, I want to learn. And I came back from the meeting very impressed with this person. It was not my impression the other times I had been in their environment. And uh, so, um, it, it and i so i i guess i came back so i shared both sides of the story i shared what my concerns were when i left and okay thank you and i uh and i shared when i came back that my opinion had very much changed and uh and so i'm a pretty transparent person it just in life in general so i guess for me i feel like i live and breathe all of this stuff with them and I hope they catch, I hope I'm letting them draft behind my s- speed. Because I do recognize that sometimes I'm driving a direction that they may not be ready to catch up in. So it's okay. We just kind of talk about it and keep it open. Um, and and I kind of let them gather that energy for whatever that next piece or project is. But we have a pretty open you know, collaborative environment. I, you know, I say and at the end of the day, it is my decision, but I don't pull that card very often. It really is. Right. I need to know what's best for everybody. Occasionally, they may not see the same part of it that I do, just because we are on on different places. But the majority of the time, um, we do approach things from everybody else's perspective. So, right.
1: That's really important for that team environment because, you know, like you said, it's you're 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 fueling the space forward, you know, and even though you're drafting over here, you're leading over there. And I think it's really important that even whenever we are in those slumps that we take those little nuggets of things that we pick in certain situations and we pull them on out and we, you know, and we implement them somewhere else because our slump may be different from somebody else's idea of a slump because we may be like you know, cause I think there's that, that whole leveling up thing, right? Like our leveling up is different from somebody else's leveling up. So the idea of, of our growth pattern is different. So somebody else might be here and we're we're here and we think that we might be stuck, you know, at this middle line, but that still is encouraging for somebody else. Yeah. That's still in yeah. inspiring for somebody else. And I think really staying open and. Uh, how do I put it open and, and, and like you said, just very, very receptive and and listening to your team helps you to kind of know where they are too. And it helps you guys to be able to kind of break out and move beyond and encourage one moment at a time to be better today than you were yesterday. And, you know, um, not to be overly gitchy, you know, but it's always baby steps.
0: That reminded me of another big part of, I think, of what not only have we done as a team, but for me, that's also gotten me out of a slump is, the whole thing about getting back involved we've done stuff with um treehouse for youth i've invited my team and paid for their time to come to events um we've stuffed backpacks and there's something about giving back and i'll step back but for for so many years between the business and the kids i felt too busy and too tired (laughs) my bucket was empty of marbles to do a whole lot of giving back Some of it was more financial than it was personal, but we have gone as a team and we have helped our local restaurants during this time. We have bought stuff. We have bought stuff and dropped it off at other clients' locations, so we're supporting too. My team has picked places. Where do you want to go have lunch? Which of our clients do you want to go buy from today? So we've done what we can, and there's been more opportunities for giving back. I spoke, a client invited me to speak to six interns they had um, from the small business, the uh, business college. Um, and he asked me to come and speak. And so I did, um, I brought him books, business related books that have been inspiring to me, but giving back that way actually feels very, those are the times where I feel like I've not drafted. I'm now pulled ahead for a bit and I'm willing to push and lead just, uh, you know, just like geese in the V formation, you know, they do drop back and they, and they share that role. So stepping up into that role is also very energizing and sharing the opportunity to step up with my team means they're, that's when they get energized as well. So we've done that together as a group. So giving back has been such a huge part of feeling empowered. I love
1: that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Because I do agree with you. I do agree with you. It's it's one of those things that, that, so what is your, what is your team's feedback whenever they do that? I mean, do you see a noticeable difference in them whenever you guys make an intentional, um, do you see like an increased energy? Are they more joyous in the office? How do you see that those things are positive for your team?
0: I mean, absolutely. There, there is just a level of, of, hap, of happiness spirit. I don't know. It, it's just, there's excitement and there's, there's just this positive, flow that rolls for a while um you know they talk about it they'll people will comment on stuff and you know what'd you do last week oh we wouldn't you know all of a sudden it's all back we wouldn't pack backpacks for you know kids that didn't have them for school and we did this and we did that and and you hear that piece and there's that you can just tell for a moment they they've pulled ahead and they get to share that what they've done and and we've done stuff where we've submitted stuff for carriers one time we did the safe go program and we ended up I let the team help pick the nonprofit. so we had six we narrowed it down we did kind of almost a little cool almost quasi contest um it was for an animal shelter so our group our two major employees were a big huge part of that and then we picked where we were and we set up a time we did video we you know did a presentation and it was super cool but they really get to take that piece of it and there's just a there's a sense of accomplishment that isn't the same as writing a policy or helping a client um it's that greater good bigger than who you are so absolutely
1: absolutely so if you were to for for another agency owner out there or even just a sales producer right um or not just a, sales, a very important sales producer but so for somebody out there no matter what their role is in the insurance industry because the idea of this podcast is that it's not just for agency owners We are in the process of interviewing as well other people who are not specifically agency owners, but who are team members in agencies and or carriers. I actually have some really cool carrier representatives that are going to be coming on soon. And um, just did a podcast last week with an amazing cyber insurance specialist, um, woman making huge strides out in the East Coast with that. And it's just so exciting to see all these women in the insurance industry growing and blooming and excelling so what if somebody is in in a in a slump emotionally either with sales emotionally with their career where they are no matter what they are doing what is probably I know I knew you probably already have covered this to some degree but what do you feel like is the advice that you would give them the most important piece to be able to get out there and, and break free from that?
0: I would honestly say you have to force yourself to find a small group in some capacity, whether you're going to hit up people in IAOA or, you know, women insurance or whatever. um, And, and try to, I mean, literally uh, I laugh that I've met people and made friends by literally like, can I, can I sit with you and talk to you or whatever? Um, And I'd be definitely open for that. It's just, Somebody has to, you know, initiate it, it, whether you join a formal group of some kind, go to your chamber, see what you can get involved in the ambassadors Mm -hmm. committee. It's people that we need to connect with that have better energy. You can't connect with that negative. If we've been in an office with somebody negative, you know that that's what drives you down. You have to find some positive group. It doesn't have to be huge, but someplace that you look forward to and that you feel better than when you arrived and use that energy literally to claw your way out of that hole. Cause I felt like that's where I was. I mean, it was a deep hole and it was super comfortable and, but it's not what I wanted and it wasn't going to work long-term. So, um, you know, it was a claw and now it's not a claw so much. Now it's kind of a, a jaunt up the hill. Um, But it's definitely not a marathon yet. You know, there's still growth to be had, but for me, it's people. You really need to find a small tribe. One of the gals in my office calls it a tribe. That we have a tribe at work, and we are we are there for each other. People, you know that somebody said, "Email, can I can I t- take an hour of your time today?" Yes, you can. I absolutely will, would be happy to you know share anything that I can. And I have found that with others, and that's been so critical. So find a tribe or create a tribe. Doesn't have to be insurance professionals. It just needs to be a tribe of people that are as excited about growth as you are. I love that. And
1: and to make sure you just do one thing. I mean, at a time, just one yeah. thing and one more thing. You don't have to like create this whole spreadsheet of no. all this like, you know, pattern of where you want to be in six months and, nope. you know, make it a huge issue. Just one one or two small things. And I loved what you said too about initiating it, <clears throat> that we don't, we don't need to wait for somebody to come to us. Yep. We need to, you know, maybe make that, that email, that phone call, right? Maybe that business card is somebody that we connected at some point with and it could have been a month ago or six months yep. ago. You know, if somebody struck you as being within your energy space that's really, really positive, yep. I think that's a really good word is to be able to reach out and take that initiative to be able to build that, that relationship.
0: From a psych background, the, the answer is the worst that's gonna happen if you reach out is they're going to say, no, is that mm-hmm. really that bad? And how many people are really going to do that? The, the worst that's going to happen, if you sent an email, if I sent an email to Kathy at the bank and I said, I'd love to, would you be willing to chat with me, sit down with coffee? I just want to meet some other, you know, w- women in, in the local area who are, you know, who I was impressed by and that are in the community. Um, uh, she said, you know, I'm really sorry, but that's not something I can do during the day or, you know, I'm really not interested or whatever. Okay, thank you for your time. I am not, I, I'm not dead, I'm not ill, I'm not in the hospital, <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not even a high schooler on social media. I mean, what could right. I that? So at the end of the day, I, I could get declined, but instead I got an invite. And from that invite, I got a nugget. And she said, Do you know so and so? And I said, Yeah, actually I do. She said, He is starting this thing. And I really, really, really would love it if you would connect with them. And I'm like, she's like, can I do it for you? And I'm like, I will actually make that connection myself because I know Greg. So I will reach out. So literally that little lunch created this opportunity where he's doing something within the community and he's a, he's an influencer and he's a a very strong person in the community. So it was awesome connection. And it was because I sent an email and said, would you meet, would you meet with me? I just want to learn more about you.
1: How awesome that is. That is very inspiring. I like that a lot. Well, Dawn, if people want to reach out to you and talk a little bit more, maybe about your journey in yeah. either owning an agency or being able to overcome adversity and overcome some of these slumps, how would somebody reach on out to you?
0: Yeah, well, so uh, I can give you an email and a phone number. I'd even, I'd even offer up, I have I use Slack a lot. If there's a couple people out there that really want to like create a Slack channel, I will absolutely create one, um, come up with a great name because I'm not a creative person. So give me a great name and I'll create one. Um, And I'm happy to do that. So I I can reach my email at work is just Dawn, D-A-W-N, at M-N agent, M-N for Minnesota, agent.com. My office number is 952-930-3661. And I really am open. I've been so blessed to have so many people help me in the last several years um, that if I can, you know, even just be a, a leaning post for somebody who needs to rest as they move on this journey, I, I'd be available. So awesome!
1: Well, thank you so much, Don. Everybody, this is the Power Women and Insurance podcast. Talking today about getting out of a slump, being able to connect with the energy around you with other people, choosing the right energy, as well as passing that energy along and taking some of that sometimes and just resting in it and letting it grow. Yep. So this has been awesome, Don. Thank you so much for your thank time you today. Yourself. I really, really appreciate I enjoyed you. Enjoyed it well thanks everybody make sure that you do subscribe to the podcast because there are other interviews with other powerful women in the insurance space and uh please make sure that you continue listening and we will see you next time everybody have a great day